1: fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker, thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, but if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And we're all in luck today, folks, because holiday help is on the way, especially for those of us with movie fans on our shopping list. You know, it's the first week of December and I haven't even started buying any gifts yet, so I'm looking forward to hearing from our two noted guests, movie mom Nell Minow and mad movie man A.J. Hockery, who will be sharing their ideas about great movie gifts, as well as giving us a peek at the most promising holiday films this year. Before bringing Nell and A.J. on, let's see if Nikki Starr is ready to help with the show. Nikki, have you finished decking the chat room with Bows of Holly?
0: I have, and we're ready to go.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Nikki, and chatters. We really appreciate the people who sign up to chat, as well as all our other listeners, of course. Well, I see our two guests are already here, and I'm so glad they are because they're two of our favorites. So it's my great pleasure to welcome them back to Movie Ed- Attic Headquarters, starting with Nell, who is the author of 101 Must-See Movie Moments, and... The Movie Mom's Guide to Family Entertainment, and uh, I think some other books she might tell us about later. She also writes film commentary for BeliefNet.com and has been featured or profiled in numerous national publications. Nell, are you getting into the holiday spirit yet? I
2: certainly am. I'm always in the holiday spirit as soon as they start putting uh, Mr. Magoo's Christmas
1: Carol on TV. That does it for you. I love it. (laughs) Well, you're way ahead of me, but I I think today's show should help me get into the swing of things, so I'm very glad you're here, and A.J. too, of course, just in case some listeners don't know about the Mad Movie Man's background. I'd like to mention that he's contributed movie reviews to numerous sites, including Classic Movie Guide, Real Talk Movie Reviews, Review Express, and Terror Tube. He founded Passport Cinema, a site devoted strictly to foreign language films, and recently created a popular new blog called Cinesplice. I think he also finds time to do a bit of acting in local theater productions. A.J., are you ready for the holidays to begin?
3: I am. I'm ready and raring to go. It wasn't Halloween hadn't even hit yet, and I was Jonesing for some Christmas carols. I'm like, who, who cares about Halloween? Bring on the King Cole, the Gene Autry, the Frank Sinatra. I want my favorites. And luckily, I've got them, and I've only a couple more weeks to enjoy them before Christmas comes and they go away. So I'm going to get in as much Christmas spirit as I can.
1: Well, I I'm glad to hear that, but I have to admit that sometimes for me it it takes a while to get into a holiday mood and you were talking about some uh, Christmas uh, music. So, here's just a, a little bit of Christmas music that I like that that might help me.
4: Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus Riding down Santa Claus Lane. land Listen, listen, all the years of reindeer Pulling all the rain Bells are I think, and children see all as merry and bright Hang your stockings and say your prayers Oh, Santa Claus comes to life Here comes Santa Claus Santa Claus Right down Santa Claus Lane He's got a bag That's filled with toys For boys and girls again Hear those sleigh bells Jingle jangle What a beautiful sight Jump in bed and Cover up your head When Santa Claus Comes tonight I hear Santa Claus I hear Santa Claus, Claus Right down Santa Claus Lane I Santa Claus he doesn't care if you're rich or joyful. Oh, he loves you just the same. Santa knows that we're God's children, that makes everything right. Fill your hearts with Christmas cheer. No oh, sound in love comes tonight. Oh, you, Santa, the while I hear, the tones are here. Come, Santa, the tones are right, the
0: Lane.
4: He'll come around when the chimes ring out. It's Christmas morn again. Peace on earth will come to if We just follow the light Let's give thanks to the Lord above The Son and Lord
1: Thanks, Elvis. That one usually works for me. So now I can hardly wait to see if Nell and AJ come up with similar suggestions about the best holiday gifts for movie fans. Let's start with you, Nell. What are your suggestions for, let's say, the top ten film-related gifts for movie fans, and and why have you selected uh, these items? You want me to give you all ten? Sure. We're going to do one at a time. well, okay. no, just we'll go with the 10 and then we'll we'll have some comments uh, after you finish. We don't want to interrupt your list and then okay, we'll, we'll and then we'll have AJ do that and then I have fun too. okay.
2: Um okay. Well, uh one of the things that it seems to me was a, was a primary criterion here was that it had to be something special. So, you know, yeah, I would of course, you know, something like the Avengers is a great gift, but you want to look for something that's more than just a DVD with a couple of extras um, for a fan of the film. So I try to think outside the box a little bit, and um, I would start by saying that this is a good year if to give your um, the top person on your on your gift list, uh, a Blu-ray player, because um, the prices are great and the technology is wonderful. And if you don't have a Blu-ray, you're not going to be able to take advantage of some of the other things on the list. So I would start off Ooh. by having a Blu-ray player. Now, since Yay. I am the movie mom, um, I have to recommend a couple of family things. And one that I particularly like is that one of my favorite television shows uh, has come out with a box set, a complete box set, and they've just done a beautiful job, and that is the Magic School Bus. And the great thing about the Magic School Bus, of course, is that they've got a teacher who takes the class to uh, just everybody, everywhere, out of space, undersea, inside the human body, and each one of them is funny and smart and very instructive, and and so I I think that's a great series. Um, Yes. Every. Everybody who has a gift list has got some geeky fanboy on their gift list, and (laughs) uh, I have several. And so I was very perked up to see that there's a beautiful new Doctor Who box set with the 9th, 10th, and 11th doctors uh, included and all kinds of wonderful geeky specials. Uh, included, um, including a comic book uh, about Doctor Who at Comic-Con. So I
1: think that's kind of nice. Well, that would be fun.
2: Um, everybody uh, ha- has someone on their gift list who's a James Bond fan. There's just no question about it. And with this being the 50th year since mm-hmm. the first James Bond movie with Sean Connery, now is a good time to go after that fantastic 50th anniversary box set with every single James Bond, including, of course, George Lansonby. Can't forget. Yeah,
1: me. right.
2: Well, you know, he may not have been the best Bond, but he's better than his reputation, and that is the Bond movie with Diana Rigg. And one Diana Rigg is, makes up for many George Lansonbys. So, <laughs> really one.
1: I, I'll agree to that. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, in January, we're starting up with the third season of Downton Abbey. So now is a good time to give the Masterpiece Theater fan in your life the box set of downton abbey seasons one and two um i have to mention gilligan's island there's a box set of gilligan's island and the reason i'm mentioning (laughs) that is that the sinking ship on gilligan's island was named after my dad newton minnow and uh so i have a special affection for it um then of course everybody has in their life a sports fan you see i'm trying to include everybody here So if you have a sports fan in your life, something that I think is really underappreciated or maybe not recognized by non-sporting people like myself is that ESPN has this fantastic series called 30 for 30, where Mm -hmm. they have 30 different directors making films, and they are just spectacular. Mm -hmm. And. So I highly, highly recommend that, and that's something that you don't even have to be a sports fan to enjoy. Um, so the 30 for 30 set is great. Now, this is one that I actually have bought for somebody in my life,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, it's a birthday present for him, and today's his birthday, so it's not a surprise anymore. But um, somebody that's very close to me, his favorite movie of all time is Lawrence of Arabia, and there is a beautiful new Blu-ray release with all kinds of wonderful stuff, and there just isn't going to be a movie that's going to benefit more from the Blu-ray technology than the, just the crystalline beauty of the desert Scenes, these wide mm. range of scenes in um, Lawrence of Arabia from David Lean. So I'm very excited about giving that as a gift.
1: And then oh, my, somebody's lucky. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> very lucky today. And, and I hope he
2: likes it. And then my last gift is this is this is you have to you have to have some money to to give this gift, but you know you always have to have kind of a stretch gift there. And if you know everybody again in their life has got a Harry Potter fan among their acquaintances, and there is a new thousand dollar limited edition set of books Mm. about the making of the harry potter films and each one of the books replicates one of the books that harry potter has including the monster book of monsters which is so gorgeous and so beautiful and the good news is it does cost a thousand dollars it is a limited edition but amazon is selling it for only six hundred dollars
1: oh what a discount oh god (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're saving
2: you're saving four hundred dollars right off the bat, and I just oh, I had my. to have a stretch gift on there, you know, just like the Neiman Marcus catalog. So there it is.
1: Oh my gosh, what a great list! Those are excellent suggestions. What do you think about that list, AJ? You have any comments before you give us uh, your suggestions for the top gifts?
3: Well, I I gotta say it's a pretty good uh, lineup of uh, stuff you got there. Obviously, you know the Blu-ray player, it's it kind of seems to be what the studios are pushing us towards, and I, for a while I was kind of resistant towards it, but then I started getting more Blu-rays, and I've seen the improved overall improved quality of like the picture and sound, On some of them it's a little dicey. But if it's a movie you love and want to take it to the next step, or if you're just kind of looking to expand your library in general, you know, a blue, Blu-ray player is the way to go. And actually, uh before the show began, I was wondering how many uh things Nell and I would uh share on our list and fortunately there was only one that was on hers that's on mine as well, and that's the Bond fifty set. I was gonna
2: guess it was the Bond. I was really oh. trying hard not to overlap. I was pretty sure you weren't gonna do the magic school bus.
3: <laughs> not quite. No. I I remember the books. I remember the books I wasn't into the cartoons. But uh, And it's funny you should mention Lazy movie because Honor Majesty's Secret Service is my favorite Bond movie. Diana right Rigg, yet. my my favorite Bond girl. Like She, she is was a the great best. character. And it's it's a very underrated movie in general. It has some of the best action in the whole series. And then there's that gut punch of an ending that yeah. uh, if you haven't seen it yet out there, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But it's, it's not what you're expecting out of a Bond movie. But it's really, really cool.
1: It is. I, I, I. Well, of course, I've enjoyed all of the, all of the Bond uh, movies. I don't have that on my list though. But what else do you have on your, your list, AJ, besides the, the Bond, uh, 50 anniversary DVD?
3: All right, Bond 50 aside, the other nine I have, uh, like like Nell said, you kind of got to have a stretch gift on there. So uh, mine right off the bat is the Ultimate Buster Keaton Collection on Blu-ray. Mm. Oh. Mm. Four, 14, 14 or 15 discs of his movies, his feature-length movies and then there is discs of various silent shorts he did and then sound shorts he did ranging from the saphead to i believe uh, i think steamboat bill junior is the more current uh, feature film on there and then there's some of the talkie shorts he did uh for educational pictures in the 30s and it's it's he was just such an amazing artist and it's so cool that these movies that were made in like the late uh, 1910s and 19 in the early 1920s like today in 2012 can make me laugh like nobody's business, and then I go to the theater and see the kind of current crop of comedies and just kind of sit there with a stone face. But and these, these, this collection like is it gives you such an awesome idea of what an artist this guy was and how dedicated he was to his work and if you got the $245 to spare it's, oh. it's a pretty good it's a pretty good buy and the uh most of them have already been released uh separately i think there's one of them uh, the movie college that's going to be a box set exclusive until next year but if you were to buy these all separately it would probably just be about the same price if not probably more so if if you've got the coin to spare the ultimate buster keaton collection's the way to go
1: well, he is very That's funny. Great. I mean, I just, I'm I'm exhausted after a while from laughing, watching some of his films is, on Turner is Classic is Movies. Yeah. Absolutely, really The General,
3: general and The Navigator. I think the only one I didn't really like. Jr. Yeah, the only one I didn't really care for was The Saphead, and that was like his kind of first... Uh, starring debut, and that's when they kind of didn't really know what to do with him, and he was more mm. of a romantic lead than a, mm. uh, the slapstick comedian, but he got into his groove really fast, and either way, it's it's a part of history, so you kind of got to have it in there, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Alright,
3: next up, next up on the list is the uh, Blu-ray collector's edition of Watchmen, my pick for the best movie of 2009, and uh, there was already an edition released a couple years ago, The Ultimate Cut, that had uh, the director's cut of the movie, and there, there's these animated segments called uh, Tales of Tales of the Black Freighter that were right. edited into the movie to be closer to what the comic was. And uh, that went out of print pretty fast and really pricey. But there's a new there's this new collector's edition out. It's about runs about fifty dollars or so, which gives you that whole ultimate cut plus the um, Blu-ray version of the motion comic. So you've got the graphic novel right there. Uh, DVD version of the theatrical cut of the movie, plus a book of the actual graphic novel, the actual Watchmen graphic novel, right there. Oh. It's it's the most complete Watchmen set that's been out there yet. And I know there's been some contention about the movie. Some uh, traditional like uh, super movie superhero movie boss kind of thought it was a little too dark, and fans of the graphic novel thought it was wasn't a really accurate representation but i thought it was an incredible experience either way and one of the more mature uh comic book movies to date and i would as soon as i save up i'm going to get this one lickety split no problem
1: i love that movie so i'm glad to see that on your list what what's next
3: all right next up it's this is more of a personal choice this is uh, a choice driven out of pure nostalgia more than anything, and that is the uh, Blu-ray debut of one of my favorite childhood movies, Dick Tracy. <laughs>
0: oh,
3: it, it's one of the first movies I remember seeing in the theater. I was five years old when it came out, and I remember seeing it with my dad and a friend of his, and like the, the colors just kind of blew me away, and the action was so exciting. It was, it was an eye-catching movie. And it kind of kick-started my interest in uh, sort of retro style uh, action movies because it wasn't long after that that The Shadow came out and The Phantom came out and those didn't quite measure up to the fun that Dick Tracy had for me, but they were still they were still fun flicks. I really enjoy I really enjoyed watching them back in the day and I've watched Dick Tracy numerous times throughout the years and the story can get a little weak, but it's it really holds up. Well, uh, overall, and hey, it's one of the few tolerable movies that Madonna stars in. So you, that's got to count for something right there.
1: Absolutely.
3: All right, and next number up. Five. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, number five uh, is actually, I'm going to take a break from uh, uh, Blu-rays for a second and go for a DVD set, and one that's actually releasing today, and that's volume 25 of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> <laughs> And this one's got a couple episodes that people didn't quite think uh, would ever make it to DVD because when they have to, when they're about to release a DVD of uh, episodes, they have to go through like all the licensing things, and some of them they can get really easily, and some they can't. And uh, this set has a bunch of uh, four episodes, and it's kind of ranging from all the different years of the show, like uh, Robot Holocaust comes from the very first <laughs> season. Uh, season 5 episode, uh, Operation Kid Brother, which they have to call it because the original movie title was Operation Double 007, starring Sean Connery's brother, Neil Connery. Uh-huh. So that's a little nuts right there. And then uh, one of the first Mike Nelson episodes, uh, Kitten with a Whip, and uh Browning It Out is the very first Margaret. E- Yep, that's the one. And uh one of and the fourth episode is the very first one that they showed when the show moved to uh the sci fi channel, which was Revenge of the Creature, the sequel to Creature from the Black Lagoon with uh one of Clint Eastwood's first appearances in a movie, That and Tarantula came out around the same uh in the same year.
1: Hmm. Alright, way to way to
3: go. And that's all right. coming
1: out to, coming out today.
3: That that's coming out today, and not uh, not not to, not to pimp out. I'm not being paid for this or anything. But uh, Shout Factory, who's releasing the current uh, volumes, is offering for a limited time, for as long as supplies last. Uh, if you order the Volume 25 set off of their website, you get a bonus DVD, which has all of the uh, shorts for uh, Radar Men from the Moon that they made fun of throughout that first season with Commando Cody and his jet pack, which kind of inspired The Rocketeer, which is another uh, vintage kind of action movie from my youth that I really liked, but it's not on the list. So make it an unofficial 11th movie by The Rocketeer. It's awesome.
2: All right. Amen to that. Totally underappreciated <laughs> movie.
1: Absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And, and number six.
3: All right, number six is uh, the Warner Brothers horror mystery double Features set. This one's been out for a couple of years, and it wasn't until uh, and I bought it uh, back in 2010, and it wasn't until earlier this year that I finally got around to finishing off the set. But uh, the Warner Archive people—they do some really cool work. They re- release all these uh, kind of niche titles that are. That they can't exactly print a billion copies of and sell them in Walmart, so they're uh, burn on demand. So there's a lot of obscurities and gems and little treasures, and this is one of them. And it has it's a set of uh, six uh, mystery movies from the 1930s. Uh, there's Find the Blackmailer, The Smiling Ghost, The Hidden Hand, Mystery House, <laughs> The Patient in Room 18, and one of the weirdest movie titles and weirdest movies. I've ever seen the octopus.
1: (laughs) Oh, we gotta have somebody out there should get that for Christmas. That's right. (laughs) It it is
3: just a totally nutso movie, and it's it's probably the the worst one on the set just for how there's just no logic to it whatsoever. But a lot of these movies are uh, just a lot of fun. They're about an hour each at the most, and but they they. They're done fast, and they give you that good thrill, especially Find the Blackmailer. That's one of my favorites on the set. It has a lot of cool new, film noir, punchy dialogue, a lot of zippy one-liners, and I love that. So the Warner Brothers Horror Mysteries Double Feature Set from Warner Archive, it's very recommended.
1: And number All seven. Right.
3: <laughs> All right, now, next up on the list is uh, for the for the samurai and swordplay aficionado in your family there's the complete blu-ray collection of the lone wolf and cub movies it's about 6 movies and it, i've seen it run for about $35 which is a pretty good buy and uh these are some really awesome uh samurai movies from the 70s they're kind of some of them are better known as the shogun assassin movies mm-hmm. which have been re-edited like like two movies each have kind of been re-edited into one feature, and so that's how a lot of people have been exposed to these. But these are the original Japanese films, and they're about a former shogunate executioner who's framed for this crime, and he's branded a traitor. So he and his uh, baby son kind of wander around as uh, an assassin for hire, and he's this... And it's kind of weird because he's kind of a bulky guy. He's kind of a big guy, this uh, main hero, of this movies. But he's got, he's definitely got some moves. And uh, his little son is in like the baby cart, which is tricked out with all these swords and explosives and this, this high artillery. And it's like, whoa! And and they're a lot of fun. They kind of tread that line really well between kind of stone-faced seriousness and then kind of pulpy comic booky fun and it really strikes a cool balance between the two so i would definitely recommend the lone wolf and cub complete collection
1: sounds interesting and and number 8
3: All right, number eight is another Blu-ray collection, and that's the complete Sherlock Holmes collection. Oh, yay! All all fourteen of the Basil Rathbone, uh, Nigel Bruce movies from the 30s and 40s. uh, I think it's about fourteen of them in all, ranging from uh, The Hound of the Baskervilles in 1939 to I want to say Terror by Night was the last one. Is either that? I think it was Dress to Kill. I think Dress to Kill was the last one of them. Yeah, the I think you're in, right. in 46, but and but I've I had bought the set earlier this year and it's they're just uh gorgeous transfers on here. They did a really good job because for their DVD releases uh these movies with the exception I think of uh, uh Hound of the Baskervilles and uh, Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, All of them were restored over the course of many years by the UCLA uh, Film and Television Archive, Mm -hmm. because a lot of these movies had fallen into the public domain and kind of just gotten really worn and really deteriorated, and they just meticulously restored them to their former glory. And you can see the results right there, and it, it is just amazing. So, again, for the classic movie buff and the family, the Sherlock Holmes complete collection, you can't do without it. It's an amazing set right there.
1: That's a very good idea. And number nine.
3: All right, number nine, I believe, is coming out within uh, the next week or two weeks, and uh, that is the Criterion Collection release of Following, uh, Christopher Nolan's first movie. It's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. It had previously uh, been released on DVD right around the same time Memento uh, first hit the scene, and that's where he really gained notice. But Following, it's not one of his more seen movies, uh, obviously, you know, considering he went on to do The Dark Knight and Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises and Prestige, so obviously he's gotten a lot more exposure since then, but the Criterion Collection is releasing his very first movie, and I don't want to say too much about it because it's got a lot of cool secrets, and there it's definitely something you want to go into knowing is least about it as possible but it's a really it's a really cool mystery and it's got some really excellent uh black and white photography and it just kind of wraps you up and you can see right there where uh christopher nolan would become the seeds of the artist that he is they're they're all right there
1: well you piqued our interest on that one and number (laughs) 10
3: all right number 10 is probably my big recommendation here and Knowing uh, of what a classic monster fan I am, this should come as no surprise, but it's the Universal Classic Monsters Essential Collection, which is a box set of technically nine of uh, the classic Universal Monster movies because you've got Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Invisible Man, The Mummy, the 1943 version of Phantom of the Opera... The Wolfman, and not just the uh, Bella Lugosi Dracula, but also the, in my opinion, superior Spanish version as well. And I've put a couple of these in my uh, Blu-ray player, and these are the most gorgeous that these movies have ever looked. I watched, like straight away, I popped in The Wolfman, because that's my personal favorite, and I just the, dar- the darkness and the shadows and the fog... Like in it the image is just so crisp and they're so cool and e and I've owned these on multiple formats, like a bunch of different D V D copies and VHS copies, and even if you're like me and are kinda of hoarding all these different versions of these classic movies, the Blu ray set is still worth a buy. Like the picture is just that good just to be able to see these movies as close to what they were in the original uh, theatrical release is possible. So the Universal Classic Monster set, like if you got to get something, get that.
1: Oh, that's that sounds like a great uh, idea for a uh, Christmas gift or holiday gift, and that's a that's a wonderful list that you've come come up with, uh, AJ. And I I have a list, but there but I but only eight. And as I'm looking at my list, I'm a little bit embarrassed now as I'm looking through <laughs> it because. Um, it looks like most of the items on it are things that I want from Santa <laughs> instead of uh, suggestions of gifts for other people. Well, so, so, same, same here. I want all this <laughs> and
3: more. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, I'm apologizing for that, but but I do I do have this uh, three three DVDs. My list isn't made up completely of DVDs, but I have three, and you'll know you know there's this is no surprise the Singing in the Rain 60th Anniversary DVD. Uh, I don't think I have to say any more about that because we all love Singing in the Rain and the 60th Anniversary DVD uh, is, is supposed to have uh, so many bonus items that that um, every... Fan of Singing in the Rain would just love, and I believe you can get it now on Amazon.com for $14.99. And then uh, this is a little clue to the next DVD that I'm uh, suggesting. Listen carefully. Yes, that's right. A Muppet Christmas Carol DVD. And you can get that on Amazon.com for $13.96. And of course, I think they have free sh- free shipping during the holidays on s- on some of these items. And there is also a uh, Blu Ray anniversary collection for seventeen ninety nine. And then my other DVD recommendation would be Alfred Hitchcock: The Essentials Collection,
3: ah. which is
1: twenty six ninety nine on Amazon dot com. And it has Rear Window, Vertigo, North by Northwest, Cycle, and The Birds. So for anyone who's an Alfred Hitchcock fan. Um, that's on your list, that would be a wonderful gift and then number four, I get so excited Christmas morning when i get I open up the gift cards, and there's movie gift cards because we go to so many movies that it costs a lot so a movie gift card, and I think you can get those movie gift cards at at any of your local multiplexes and like for practically any amount and then what's a movie the Without popcorn, and I noticed in Parade magazine the last two weeks. This is a big um, magazine that comes with with your usually with your Sunday paper, and there was this beautiful picture of a two gallon wintry wonder popcorn tin from the popcorn factory. And I read what kind of popcorn was in every type of flavored popcorn you could possibly want, and it's a beautiful popcorn tin, and it's usually sells. Thirty dollars, but you can get it for nineteen ninety nine, and it's factory dot com backslash parade. And then my sixth uh, my sixth recommendation is uh, definitely one that I hope Santa is listening for me because it's the TCM, the Turner Classic Movies Now Playing Guide subscription, and I understand that that's only twelve dollars and ninety six for twelve issues. And you can find out what's playing uh, each month on Turner Classic Movies. Plus, there are a number of articles, beautiful pictures, and I think that would be a, a wonderful gift for um, someone on your list who enjoys uh, Turner Classic Movies and loves loves to watch the old classic movies. This one is something that I think um, Nikki will uh, perk up on. Um, my number uh, seven recommendation is a Christmas story leg lamp stocking. (laughs) I never knew that there was such a thing but I was doing some shopping in Walgreens not Christmas shopping but just in there for something else and I saw this Christmas stocking uh, from the Christmas story that you can hang up uh, on your fireplace and there's a little Christmas story logo at the top. This is something you'd have to give to to a person before Christmas so that Santa could fill up that stocking. But it's it's only $11.99 at shopgadgetsandgizmos.com. That's where you can get it online. But I think if you go into Walgreens, I didn't notice the price on it because I was in a hurry, but I think maybe it, it would be uh, less than that. And then my uh, last recommendation, number eight, 101 Must-See Movie Moments.
2: (laughs) It's a book
1: by Nell Minow, and it's available at the Kindle Store. And what movie fan wouldn't like to read about the 101 Must-See Movie Moment? So I'm wondering, Nell, if you could take a few minutes and and tell us just a little bit about that book.
2: Oh, my gosh, how nice of you. Well, thank you, and it will be out in print for those of you who like to read old-fashioned, dead tree books um, in January. Yeah, um, you know, there are a lot of moments in movies that are not very good, but they they still have something really special that happens at some point in them that I wanted to write about, and I wanted to write about them not just because it's fun to see those moments, but also because it gave me a chance to talk about how movies do what they do, how do movies introduce their their main characters how do they make us fall in love you know in the first 10 minutes so that we care about what happens to these people how do they show the passage of time how do they um you know essentially how do they do what they do and so this gave me a chance to talk about that and talk about 101 of my favorite movie moments so what i say is that it's neglected moments in great movies and great moments in neglected movies
1: it sounds really very interesting and it and it's so so easy to to order these things from uh, from Amazon even if you don't have a, a Kindle there's That's a right. yeah there's a uh free software that that you can upload on you your can computer. read it on any
2: smartphone any tablet yeah. any laptop um for free uh and uh yeah and if you buy the 101 must see movie moments uh you can get a free copy of one of the other books which are um 100 and uh, sorry 50 must-see movies weddings and 50 must-see movies mothers so there oh, are that 50 a, great movies about weddings
1: and 50 great movies about moms. I think that's that's a wonderful offer that's an offer that we shouldn't uh, that we shouldn't refuse and i wanted to take a few minutes to uh to check with Nikki to see um, uh, what's happening in the chat or to see if she has any comments on on the gifts that have been suggested. Nikki, are you there? Are you multitasking, or can you uh, let us I'm know? i uh, Hi. So um, what do you think about these suggestions?
2: Well, I think they're great, and I've been taking notes. And we have a chat full, so hopefully they're taking notes, too.
1: Oh yes, welcome to the people in the in the chat. I see that that Nancy Lombardo is in the in the chat room from Comedy Concepts, a great show on um, Blog Talk Radio, usually on on Mondays and Fridays. And I see that Felix. From New Jersey. Oh, hi Felix! Because we haven't <laughs> seen Felix in a while, yep. it's great Hello. to see him. And, and Nell is also in the chat room. We have a number of Hello. guests that are signing in. Uh, we don't know who they are, but we we certainly are glad to see them. And then I think Justin was there for a while. So, yep. So it's been. Uh, it is a full chat, and we're really happy about that. Um, I wanted also uh, to have time today to, uh, to get some idea from Nell. Yep. And from AJ about the holiday movies that are uh, coming up this month. So, uh, Nell, do you have any uh, holiday movies that uh, that you think look um, most promising for uh, for viewers?
2: Well, I've seen just about everything um, already, except for uh, Django, which I'm going to see on Thursday. Uh, and wow. uh, I guess of of what I've seen, you know, I would say for, if I were you know making recommendations for my folks. Uh, i would say Hyde Park on the Hudson wonderful performance by Bill Murray and um if i was saying making recommendations for somebody who was willing to handle some more violent material i would say that Zero Dark Thirty is an extraordinary film
1: is that the fu- uh the film about um Osama bin Laden's? it is and
2: uh Catherine Bigelow who of course did the Hurt Locker and Point Break and many other films
1: uh has just really created a masterpiece wow i i wonder um, do, do you have anything for the like for the family? The, yeah, the I was kids?
2: disappointed by League of the uh, Rise of Gu- what, Rise of the Guardians. Is that, was that it? Rise of the Guardians. I was very yeah. disappointed by that. I I thought the script by the Rabbit Hole guy uh, was uh, really missed uh, badly. Um, so I, I I did enjoy Wreck It Ralph very much, uh, and of course uh, Monsters Inc. Three D will be opening up, one of my favorite Pixar films.
1: Now what? I'd, I'd miss that. Monsters.
2: Monsters Inc. 3D. They're re-releasing the Pixar film Monsters Inc. in
1: 3D. Oh, great! That's one of my favorite uh, animated films. I'm, I'm, I'll be glad to see that in in 3D. And, I. Um,
2: yeah, and I, I'm, I'm super excited about seeing the Hobbit, primarily because I'm very excited about seeing the 48 frames per second uh format twice as many frames per second but uh I understand that the early viewers uh um have had very mixed reactions and some people found it a very difficult adjustment
1: oh and um when is the hobbit coming out it, uh
2: the week uh after next i
1: mean next week i think like next, next week. i think it's next week yeah
3: yep yep week from uh, friday yep. week from
1: friday well aj uh Are you looking forward to those same movies or do you have uh, others that you think are more promising for uh, holiday viewing that are coming up?
3: Well, I think Nell no, pretty much covered uh, the bases of the ones I was interested in uh, for stuff that's already out. You know, for the kids, I didn't care much for Rise of the Guardians myself, but I know that uh, at the theater I work at, it's been a big hit with kids, and it's like it's it's something that will keep the parents kind of occupied. They won't really like it, but the kids will enjoy all the gags and the color and the colors. But I if, to say, AJ.
2: One thing mm-hmm. about that is we got to let parents know that this is a movie for kids who are at that five, six, seven, eight range, who uh, are still big believers in these characters like Santa Claus and the Ho- and the Tooth Fairy and Easter Bunny. Um, this movie may be very disturbing to them.
3: It it, it is. It goes into some kind of mature territory and like the character of uh pitch who's essentially the boogeyman in this. He can he can be a little freaky, his appearance might uh scare little little kids. But but if possible, if it's still playing out there, Wreck It Ralph is a definite recommendation. I had a lot of fun with that. But otherwise, for some stuff that's more up my alley, uh, Django Unchained, the new Quentin Tarantino movie, it's one that I'm looking forward to. And uh, Zero Dark Thirty, I've heard excellent things about that, and the trailer just kind of left me feeling speechless, and so that's another one I'm definitely looking forward to. And then there's that other that fantasy movie about some elf or something, some little short guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll see it if I have time. <laughs>
1: Well, I want to see it even more because I've heard that there's a possibility that Stephen Colbert, who's the, the biggest uh, Jake, uh, biggest Tolkien fan, might have a cameo in it. Have you heard anything about that?
2: I would be very surprised if that were
1: true. I he think did, it would take us right out of the str- movie. Stranger,
3: stranger things have happened. M- Madonna was in a James Bond movie, so who knows?
1: So Stephen Colbert might show up, maybe in a disguise. Yeah, she was in, <laughs> right in, in fencing attire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well Jang I have to uh, on my movies uh, list for the most promising, I had three um that I was really looking forward to and um AJU named Django Unchained. That that really is one that I I want to want to see and I think that that will be a lot of fun because it looks from the previews like, it's quite an outrageous film. That you, Well, you expect that from Quentin Tarantino. And, um, of course, you know that I'm looking forward to Les Miserables because of Be Still My Heart, Hugh Jackman, having the lead Hugh in Jackman that.
2: Hugh Jackman is great. Anne Hathaway has a lock on the Best Supporting Actress Oscar. I mean, it's over.
1: The, the competition is over for that. It's really? Um, but
2: I did not like the movie,
1: however. Oh, you didn't. You didn't like the movie, so I just. Uh,
2: but I, I'm not a fan of the play either. I do love musicals, but I'm not a fan of that musical, and so that you need to know that going in. But I have to say that even though I'm not a fan of the movie or the musical, I thought Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway were terrific.
1: And what about Russell Crowe as the, as uh, Javert?
2: Javert, I did not mm-hmm. think he was that good as Javert. The person who's really great is the girl who sings "Eponine." um who is from the Broadway cast and I don't think has made a movie before and she just is extraordinary and I think it's great that they had the actors um really sing on the set and not pre-record.
1: Yes, that I think that was a good idea. And my my other the third movie that I'm looking forward to is The Impossible, but I I did get to see it, but I'm looking forward to seeing it again because it's the movie that impressed me the most of all the movies of 2012 and and, uh, moved me and touched me the most and just kept me spellbound uh, the whole time. I can't believe it. Our time is almost up. I mean, this always happens when you two come on. I mean, we never have have enough time. I I just want to thank you both for being such terrific guests again today. You're the most fun to talk with, and when you're here together, It's icing on the cake, and thanks also to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for featuring this episode as one of today's staff picks. We really appreciate that. And, of course, special thanks to Nikki Starr for everything she does to make hosting this show such a treat. And to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Please come back next time for our special award celebration with guest Linda Radke, author and president of Five Star Publications, who sponsor the prestigious Royal Dragonfly Book Awards contest, which recently honored my confessions of a movie addict with a first place win in the memoir category you'll all we'll also be revisiting an amusing roast the author conversation from last year featuring some of my best friends and colleagues including the mad movie man so it should be another fun show that's all for now folks in keeping with our holiday theme here's the great judy garland to take us out with one of my favorite christmas songs it's from meet me in st louis And I'm sure you all know which one I mean. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with the switchboard, but we'll keep trying. Hmm. There we go. Judy Garland.